Hello? John. John, is that you? This is, yes, this is John. There, who, who may I ask is, is calling? You did. I'm, I'm sorry? You did. You did, John. Who, what? I'm, I'm dead? No, you're not, you're not dead. Am I a ghost? Is this how you find out? You get a phone call when you're told that you're dead? That might be the case, John. I don't actually know, but my, what I'm trying to say is that you're not dead, but I am your dead, and I'll miss you. My dead miss me? You mean, is this a call from beyond the grave? All of the people I've known in my life, are you're, you're their representative, their, their proxy? Ah, John, this, we still, you're still making the same basic mistake. I am not dead, and you are not dead. I am your dead. I'm still confused. The one thing I'm certain of is that one of us is not alive, and I don't know who you are. I'm your... No, John... You're... You did. You did. Your father. Uh, father than what? What What do you... Where was I before? John. I am... Your male parent. Um, do, do you mean the Postmaster General? I don't know why you can't use a normal term for it in that case. I suppose that is in some way the parent of the male. Or do you mean that you've sent me a package? You are its progenitor? What do you mean, sir? Speak in clear language. Jum. I. Jum. Jum. Do you know, do you know your mum? Mother, yes, of course. Right. You came out of her, right? Yes. But I, what I was in, so what I, before you came out, I went in. It was a one, one man entered, one man left. You were the second man. Well, you've grown up to be a man now, of course. I'm not sure, Hans. You seem, you seem to be describing my mother in Thunderdome terms. And I'm not entirely comfortable with this. My mother uh, is, was, and ever shall be a saint. And I will not have her uh, disparaged as the setting for a post-apocalyptic death sport, sir. I'm sorry. This is probably my fault. I'm probably bad at metaphors. What I am saying... Is so people sometimes get made by other people. Do you know about that? Do you mean like on MTV's Made? Was that the one where they made? Was that the one where you get made over to look like a celebrity? I think that sounds right, John, but it's also completely wrong because that's not what I'm talking about. Would it be all right if I put you down and looked it up? No, not really. I'm trying to have an important conversation with you right now. It'll only take a second. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. No, um, I was wrong. Uh, Maid is the one where uh, someone uh, pursues uh, some sort of dream that they'd, they'd had for a long time and they try to... Although they're all quite young, so they can't have had the dream for that long. Look, John. Look, I really should get off the phone, whoever you are, Mr. Ghost, mailman. Um, but call again if you figure out whatever it is you're trying to say. I will, because I'm at the point in the movie 
where I'm so desperate to make a reconnection with my son that I will literally wait on the line for forever. So, put, you know what? Put me on hold. Put me on hold, John. It was all? Yeah. I'll stay, I'll stay on hold until you decide to talk to me. All right. It might be a while. I'm fairly busy. But don't worry, because it's going to be a montage. I, you're, not, you're not actually in a movie. You, you know that, right? I suddenly you're the one with a grip on reality. Well, look, I believe in the existence, possibly, of ghosts, and I believe that someone could call me and tell me that I am a ghost, and I believe that a ghost could call me on the phone, and I believe uh, that someone could have strange terminology for the head of the post office, and I believe that someone could try and insult my mother by describing her body as a post-apocalyptic deathmatch arena, but I do know that there are no editing techniques in real life. Uh, you can't jump cut, you can't... Uh... Oh, wait. I'm going to think of another one. You can't say montage, because I already said it. Ah, uh, Star Wipe. Star Wipe. Very good, John. I raised you well. Okay, please, en please enjoy the hold music, wherever you are. I will. I will, John. All right, and welcome back to Noun Fight. I'm your host, Teddy Bridgewater, I think. Fuck, is that a guy already? I don't even know. Shit, there can be two guys named that. I'm one of them. Noun Fight, of course, the show where people call in and describe the two things that they want to have fight, and then I try to get it through their thick skulls that their ideas are stupid and they should be ashamed for even talking. It usually goes real well. Uh, I got a lot of fans. I think we should get right into it. I got a call here from Antioch. Hello there, Teddy. Yeah, how you doing? Who are you? This is Gene. Gene Harlot. Your, your name is basically Johnny Whore. Yeah. A little bit, yes. How does that name get passed? I don't know. Is there like an... In there should be an institution that determines what people can be named. And they would veto your name. I I don't know why I'm attacking you before you've even said your dumb thing. It's like you got, I'm sorry, you just got a preloaded stupid fucking thing to say, and it's just your name. And I'm sorry. Me too. All right, I probably ruined your confidence already, but g g go ahead. What two things do you want to have fight? Try to keep it together. Okay. Um, yeah, so I've been thinking about this for a long time, uh, but I think... Steven Van Zant from the 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 guy from the E Street band? Yeah. I don't know if that's the right name, but I don't I don't care either way, so we'll just go with annoying the guy with the bandana is what you're talking about, right? Yeah, the guy the bandana guy. Bruce Springsteen, bandana man, got it. We don't need to have any more details. Alright. Um I thought I think he uh should fight uh, I think he should finally fight uh, Sun City. You are, of course, making a reference to uh, when Apartheid was still on 
uh, Johnny Bandana Man, as we'll call him, Bruce Springsteen Bandana guitarist guy, made a song about how he wasn't going to go play Sun City in South Africa because of apartheid. Yeah, and they they ultimately, I mean, ultimately apartheid went away, and that's good. Although I assume that the uh, the effects of it are long and far far reaching. Yeah, you don't get it much like in America today where the the fallout from slavery and Jim Crow and the new Jim Crow, which is the penitentiary system, uh, is still being felt. Apartheid, I'm sure, great effect in all of South Africa. We are not here to solve that. We are here to solve uh, Johnny Bandana Man, annoying bandana guy from the E Street Band versus uh, a, a literal municipality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they just, they never settled that beef, really. And I think, you know, it could just be like a friendly contest, but I think they should duke it out. All right. How do you think this fight goes down? Well, I think, I think, uh, I think Steve Van Zant, which I, again, I don't know if that's really his name, but bandana guitarist man, will have to think of himself kind of like um, a virus uh, he's going to have to wear a disguise because, to me, Sun City means Sun City and then also all of its inhabitants. So he's going to have to go in uh, disguised. He's going to have to infiltrate the very like system, the governing body of Sun City. And how, and how do you plan to have him do that? I think he's going to have to seduce the daughter of the mayor of the current... The current mayor. How do you know the current mayor is just a woman? Well, that's a very good point. Yeah, your stupid sexism is adding that whole extra step to Steve Johnny Bandana Man's plan here. If the mayor's already a woman, he can just just seduce her. What if she's... She might not be interested in men. She might be a lesbian. All right, shame on me. You got me. It's very true. We can't make all these assumptions about people. Look, I think we've both learned a lesson. Um, my point is, Steve Van Zant, Johnny Batana, Bandana Man, guitarist, E Street Band, Bruce Springsteen friend, guy, through espionage, will take over Sun City and destroy it from within with terrible economic policies. All right, and Sun City crumbles to the ground, uh, never to be rebuilt, as was foretold. I can only assume. All right, Gene. Gene Hollett, fucking goddamn fucking stupid name. I'm mad at myself like I thought of it, but obviously that's not true. Don't beat yourself up. All right, get out of here, Gene. Bye, Teddy. All right, we're going to go to the phones again. Obviously, because it's a fucking... God damn it, Teddy. Gene's stupid is contagious. I forgot the very premise of the show, which is to take phone calls. So mad. Okay. I'm over it. We're going to the next call. Okay, calling in from Fife, which I believe is somewhere in Washington State. How you doing? What's up? Hello there. This is Janice. Hi, Janice. How you doing? Well, not too bad at all, Teddy. I'm having a very nice night. Well, that's great. Um, what, what two things do you think should be fighting? You know those classic commercials for the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups? Of course, post-Halloween, I got a mountain of them in my frickin' head. That's not even poetic language. I, I stuffed so many and I didn't have time to chew. Yeah, I've got a lot of them, too. 
But of course, the classic commercial, you got your chocolate and my peanut butter, you got the peanut butter and my chocolate, two great tastes, the goats stay together. I don't know why I'm giving Reese's fucking free advertising. You know, all you goddamn animals out there like them already. It's true, they are, they are candy of the masses. Yeah, but what are you saying? You're saying it wouldn't go as smooth as that? Oh, indeed, I think it might go a bit chunky. Janice, I like you. I like you too, Teddy. All right, let's get into the weeds on this. Chocolate versus peanut butter, they're fighting it out. How does this happen? Why does this happen? Who are you to tell me anything? Justify your existence, Janice. Well, I think the strength of chocolate is that it has the ancestral memory of the cacao plant. Whereas the peanut can only fall back on the peanut plant. Now, why is the peanut plant inferior to the cacao plant? Well, they don't make makeup out of peanuts. You can't get peanut shampoo. You can't get peanut powder. You can't make hot peanut drinks. Do you get what I'm saying? I Sure, yeah. I mean, insofar as you're talking very slowly, as if you were making this shit up, then yeah, it's not too hard to follow. Well, I don't know if we need your meta-commentary, but um, but my, my point is that uh, the cacao plant has a much greater breadth of experience to draw upon. And this is going to be a slow fight, because the chocolate and peanut butter are both very slow-moving liquids. So, you know, it's going to come down to strategy. Strategy? Did, it sounded a bit like you were gonna say strategery in the classic George W. Bush vein, and then decided you wanted to bail out of it, but it was too late. That's exactly right, Teddy. It's almost as if you're in my head. We gotta stop. We are two different people. Let's keep it that way. Alright, Teddy. But yeah, chocolate wins. Uh, technical knockout in 12th round. I thank you for your specificity. Uh... I don't know. Do you got any other words to say? Uh, I don't know. Mallet, spanner. Those are two good tools. I like it. Okay, bye, Janice. Bye, Teddy. All right, let's go back to the phones. Uh, obviously, I don't know why I keep saying that. I got another caller calling in from East St. Louis. The best half, if you ask me. Hey, how you doing? Not too bad. What's your name? Uh, my name's Angela Adams. Angela, really? That's right. Okay, I don't... Fine. Why? What's wrong? Nothing. You just seem skeptical that that's my name. No, I'm not. I'm not getting I'm not falling into that trap again. I did too much of that with the mayor of Sun City, assuming things both about... Well, I didn't assume about a gender, but I assumed about a sexuality. So, you know what? You say your name's Angela Adams. I honor your experience. You're Angela Adams. Thanks very much. You passed the test. Oh, good. I love tests. Anyway, what fucking... T- what do you want to fight? Let's get to the matter at hand. I think that... I think light should battle sound. This is a good one. I like it. An elemental battle. This goes to the heart of what any of this stuff around us is made of. I'm into it. Yeah. I mean, there's so many angles you can come at it from. Uh, like light has given us photography and movies and holograms and 
the sun and blink Christmas lights, the blinking light on an answering machine, light fixtures. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to list everything. And on the other hand, you got sound, which has given us uh, air horns, records, Beethoven, the Beatles, whoopee cushions, actual fart noises, yawns, finger snaps, claps, thunderclaps. Yeah, again, it's fine. You do, I get, I know the, what sounds are. Yeah, so I think what really it's going to come down to is the light can be both a particle and a wave, but sound can only be a wave. So I think light's going to go full particle and sound will become confused. What's What does it mean for a sound to become confused? Well, I think this is obviously audio. So like the fight would probably be when they were both waves, the fight would probably be, it would probably be going like, all right. And then when light went particle, all you would hear is, Yeah, and oh, and then would you hear like more power? I don't understand the reference. Yeah, sure you don't, Angela. No, really, I don't. I don't don't really watch TV. How do you know I was talking about a TV show? Just a lucky guess. You're telling me you didn't watch Tool Time? Well, that wasn't actually the name of the show. That was the show within a show. The real show was Home Improvement. Yeah, I fucking know that, Angela. That was a trick. Oh. Well, I feel stupid. All right. Walk away in disgrace. Although, good noun fight. I liked it. Uh, we're going to get taken up a call. Last call of the night. I hope it's a good one. <whistles> Calling in from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Hello? Oh, that classic Upper Peninsula of Michigan accent. I can hear it already. Yes, hello. This is Teddy. Yes, Teddy. Who are you? My name is Gus. That, I, that is very convincing. Yes, my name is Gus. Um, I, am, I, my, I love, I love uh, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Well, that's good because that's where you live. Yeah, I love it so much. That's great. Uh, what two things do you want to have fight? Well, I like to challenge the things I love, so I would like to have the Upper Peninsula of Michigan uh, fight fight uh, Gibraltar. All right, I get it. Upper Peninsula of Michigan, separated from the rest of Michigan. Gibraltar, separated from the home country, England. Yes, I think it would be a very interesting fight to watch because I think Gibraltar, obviously, they've got this special move. They've got the rock that they will drop on the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. But Upper Peninsula of Michigan's got the Upper Peninsula Upper Cut. Are you, like, what are you kind of envisioning here? You're envisioning them, like, turning into, like, humanoid rock monsters and duking it out waist deep in the Atlantic Ocean? Yes, exactly, Teddy, exactly. That's exactly what I'm envisioning. It sounds pretty good. Well, thank you very much, Teddy. I have a vivid imagination. All right, so what does your vivid imagination tell you is going to happen in the rest of this fight? I think that 
you know, Gibraltar. It's people. It's people who could not weather the. They couldn't handle the agile weather of England, so they flee to their their tropical paradise or whatever. It's not tropical, but you know what it is. They flee to the sunny, sunny Spain, but it's still England. So you know they're racist and weak at the same time. Whereas people up in Upper Peninsula of Michigan, they're hardy, hardened by winters, and they're still probably a bit racist. But you know. It's in a way that benefits them because, you know, hate is a very powerful emotion. So I think the Upper Peninsula of Michigan will uppercut the Gibraltar rock straight into the stratosphere and then Gibraltar will become a second moon. All right. And what are the chances of uh, uh, America, USA, rah, 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 getting to that second moon? I think they're pretty good. You know, I think America can, must, and will uh, get to the second moon that this fight will create, not because it is easy, but because it is hard. I believe in America, USA, number one. I cannot think of a better note to end a show on, so going out, everyone remember to get out there and vote uh, for, uh, well, okay, real talk, seriously, vote for Hillary. Don't, like, what are you doing? Please don't vote for anyone else. I mean, vote for other people down, down the ballot. Been the president one. I don't want to get political, but it's happening. Vote for Hillary. If you're still listening to this, you're probably going to, because statistically, probably no one is listening to this. Uh, but please don't elect Donald Trump. Please, come on. Do it for me, if nothing else. Do it for a guy you maybe don't know, though you probably know me if you're listening to this. Anyway, I don't have a joke. Please don't elect Donald Trump. Please, 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 please. Okay, bye.